Listen, I've probably been the most hesitant to be playing around with the Tiki Talkie, but it is now the number one social media platform out there and it cannot be denied. So that's why I've been going all in and really maneuvering and finding out how you can make TikTok work for any business that you have without having a gajillion followers. And I have been mastering that in a big way. That's why I want to invite you to a TikTok workshop in March. You do not want to miss it. For more information, just go to rockstalks.co. Totally worth it. You'll love it. Do you remember that saying, if it feels good, do it? Which, I mean, it has that saying has its own positives and negatives for sure, but I would like to propose a perhaps if it doesn't feel good to the soul, don't do it. Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> Welcome to Rock Stocks, the podcast that helps network marketers grow their business on social media, on Instagram and Facebook. And I'd be remiss if we didn't address what's going on inside of the world of network marketing right now, which is big old spotlight, big spotlight on us um, due to Amazon and all things with Lou Rich. Is that a bad thing? No. And if you would like to hear um, a little bit about that, check out podcast from last week, Lessons Learned from Lou LaRoe or Lou Rich, excuse me, with the wonderful Melissa Konecki. But today I wanted to, to go a little deeper because I think that as we're processing all of that, the good, the bad, the all the things, we have to get really cognizant on making sure that we do not do things we shouldn't be doing as a network marketer in life in general, right? But as a network marketer. And so today we're going to talk about that feeling, those warning signs, those 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 warning lights, those red flags as we call them, and how to know when there's a red flag and what to do about it when there is. So we'll be right back. Y'all, Social Templates Club is like rolling and going. Have you ever taken a look yet at Social Templates Club? Do you know what it is? Social Templates Club was something special I created for you this summer. An ability for you to, all those woes you have on on IG, right? You're like, okay, I know I need to be doing carousels. I know I need to have idea image posts. Posts where I'm giving value about um, my product, about what my product, the solution my product um, provides. But in a way that's not, I grab this from somebody else. I'm resharing this. I'm regramming, blah, 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 blah. Or taking posts from uh, our corporate that just don't really talk to or speak directly to your target market. And that's why I created Social Templates Club. Each month, you get a plethora, a plethora for carousel templates, for idea image, info image templates, for stories templates, and for reels templates that you can completely customize to make your own so that you're branding yourself. If you have brand colors, you use them and you're really giving the information people need. So they see you as the expert. So they come to you when they want to join someone's team or when they want to buy some product. It's working beautifully for the members of Social Templates Club. And I encourage you to take a look as well. Um, it's only, I'm going to tell you, it's $21. That's it. $21 and you get all of those templates and you can cancel at any time. Check it out at socialtemplates.club. You'll be happy you did. Oh, if it feels good, do it. It feels good. Yeah. 
It feels good. Name the singer of that song. Name the group. Um, I'll, I'll just pretend that you did it. You're right. That's exactly who it is. You can message me on Instagram uh, at Rocks Talks if you know. You know, if it feels good, do it. That's kind of that. Again, we're going to pretend that that's like, you know, okay. There's some things you that feel good that you shouldn't do. We know that. But what about the things that don't feel good? What about when you're in a business or when you're at a meeting or on a Zoom call or at a conference or when you get a message from your upline or corporate where you hear these things and you're like, gosh, that feels icky, but okay, you said to do it. I'm going to be coachable. At what point do we draw the line and decide that's not something we're going to do? I'm really curious. The reason I ask that is because as we look at what's been happening, the spotlight that's been put on our industry... Of course, naysayers are going to pick out the things, the negative things about our industry and, 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 and show those off. Now, do I think, do I know that we're not all like that? Of course. But are there some things that we're doing that probably feel a little bit icky and we should probably stop? Absolutely. You know, I'm a big believer that there's no reason to only talk about the top 0.0000% of network marketers that are creating foundations and adoption agencies in other countries and all these things and living the the la- love lavish, let's get that word out, that lavish life and say, you could be this too. Yeah, they could, but why are we, why do we focus on that? Here's why I say that. When we spend our all, to, all of our time talking about the person who now has 85 cars or who now has, I almost gave away some, I'll be, I'll behave Roxanne. Um, What we're doing is we're making people think we're saying, when you join our company, that's what you're going to become. And of course, when they don't, which odds are they won't, then they feel like you lied to them. And you might go, well, I put the disclaimer on saying these are just one person's person's results. But does that really make, I mean, does that absolve you of all responsibility if that's all you've been talking about? Why is it not good enough to be in the company and make a few hundred dollars a month and go from there? Why is it not good enough to be in a company and get great business um, skills and, and, and meet people you really like and have these life learning lessons? Why is that not enough? Why do we think that we have to hype things up so high for them to be worth it? Ooh, y'all, I just had a thought. Do we focus on those huge success, I'm going to put that in air quotes, stories because we don't feel like what we're doing in our company is good enough? I don't know. You got to ask yourself that. Do you not focus on your results or people like you and their, their results because you don't think that those are good enough results? Are you not happy with where you are? Are you not proud of that? And if that makes you feel a little squishy, then maybe it's time to get proud of where you are right now with your network marketing company. You know, I get um, I get followers all the time on Instagram, new followers, and I we always reach out to every Instagram new follower. And it's interesting when I talk to them. I was talking to one um, just this week, and she said, um, "I said, how's business going?" And she said, "Going really, really slow." I really want to get some more, more. She's like, to be honest, it's slow. I really want to get some more customers. And I said, Oh, I said, well, that's, you know, the great goal. I said, so how long have you been in business? You know what she said to me? 
92 days. 92 days. And she felt like it was going slow because she wanted more customers, which she did have customers, but she didn't feel like she had enough. It's really hard to really honestly and with excitement and earnest talk about your company, talk about your business on social media if we're not actually proud of where we are. I didn't know we're going here with this podcast today, y'all, but this just hit me. Like, why are we focused on all these, like this person did this and they retired their husband or this person did that and she paid off her school loans because maybe we're not happy with where we are. Do you realize that people want to hear about your experience more than they want to hear about anybody else's? True story. That's what they care about. So if you are having problems telling your story on Instagram, on Facebook, maybe on a, on a Zoom live even, or Zoom or a live or whatever it may be, it may be because you're not pleased with your business. So perhaps what we need to focus on is getting you happy about your business, getting you to be proud of where you are. And some of that might be looking at the stats, looking at what's out there, realizing, I know it's like, wait, we are looking so much at other people. And so maybe the stats aren't where you need to go. But in a way, I do think they are. We are so focused and maybe your company's focused and you're celebrating these people and they look, they joined and all these things, these great things happen. Now they own their own island. And we know we shouldn't be looking to the left or the right. We should just be looking ahead, right? We know that. You know that. I know that. But it's hard not to compare yourself, isn't it? So I'm not for one second going to assume you're never going to compare yourself. You're going to compare yourself. You just need to learn how to compare yourself in a way that is healthy, right? Listen, I, I'm not going to stop eating ice cream. I know I'm going to eat ice cream. I just need to know and teach myself how to eat ice cream in a way where I don't get sick all the time. Just an example. I don't get sick on ice cream, but I could. So, so what does that look like? You know, if we're talking about food, we might eat in small increments. We might um, make sure we have, I mean, if we're lactose intolerant and we want ice cream, we might take one of those pills ahead of time or after, right? Lactate or whatever those are. Um, Maybe we should apply the same thing in the way that we're looking at others if that's what we're using as a standard for how well we're doing. Someone who says to me she's been in the business for 92 days, 92 days, three months, she has clients, but she wants more and she feels like it's going slow. How does she know it's going slow? She knows it's going slow because she's basing it on something, right? So what is she basing it on? What is your 90 day in, 92 days in person basing her success on? Odds are she's basing it on what she thought was going to happen. Typically, where do we find out where we think something's going to happen? Because we were advertised something and we decided to believe it, right? Or we might put that own, our own stress on ourselves. I'm not saying we don't, but it, a lot of it comes back to what you were told when you started your business. It really does. Now, for some of you, you're like, I'm 10 years out, but still, it it applies. She feels like she's slow because she probably read or saw or was told something about how quickly you can move and how quickly it will be. It will go. And so she's comparing herself to that. And if you're beyond that by years, who are you comparing yourself to? Probably someone else in the business who's doing it faster than you are. Guess what? There's always going to be someone who's doing it faster. And there's always going to be doing, there's always going to be someone who's doing it slower, who's looking at you going, oh man, 
So when we look, and I hear this all the time from my clients, they're like, I saw a live. This just happened this weekend. Um, one of my clients said, she said, I was watching so-and-so. She said, she listens to the podcast, so she'll know I'm talking about her. She's another one who's amazing, amazing. She said that um, we were doing 98-day planning. Remember, I told you I was doing that with my clients this week, this past weekend. And she decided she's going to do two lives a week. I said, okay, great. What are they going to be about? Both about her, or about her product. I was like, okay, okay. Let's talk through that. What's the thought process behind that? And how are you going to make a difference? So it's not like she's talking about this thing again. And she said, well, the th- I haven't really thought about how they're going to be different, but the reason I'm doing this because I feel like I, more is better is basically, essentially, I'm paraphrasing her. And then she pointed to someone in her company who does lives like five times a week or something and talks about how great her business is, is and how her business is booming. And I said to her, you know, the interesting thing about that is how do we, how, first of all, how do you define your business as booming? Booming? What's the definition of booming? You can't look into the dictionary and see booming means you have X amount of sales. That's not a thing. Booming is a feeling, first of all. Secondly, things always appear more fantastic than they seem. Even for the quirky person who's doing a live five times a week and may seem a little bit odd. So yeah, you think if she's doing it, it must be going well. We put all sorts of, we give all sorts of credit to other people. And we don't give it to ourselves. And the credit we give to other people is not actually accurate. Just because she's doing five lives doesn't mean it's helping her. Business booming might mean that she has one sale. And that might not be your definition of booming. We have got to take a look at something like, okay, I'm seeing her do videos and say, I like, the filter's got to be, I like that for this reason. And this could apply to what I'm doing in this way, but not say she's doing this, therefore she's getting all the business and business booming, or she's doing this, therefore I should be doing it. Because we shouldn't be doing everything out there. We shouldn't. There's some things you are better at that you should be doing. And there's some things that I'm better at that I should be doing. And if we focus on those things specifically, we could both have truly booming businesses in our definition of booming. So I encourage you, especially as we go into this holiday season and you're going to be out there and out and about on your social media as you should be. Rather than focusing on these Pollyanna people that no one's ever going to meet, but or when they do meet them, they don't actually live up to what they thought they're going to be. Why don't you tell your own personal story? Tell stories of people you actually know in the business. Celebrate the fact that you made three digits as opposed to the fact that you someone else made four or five or six digits in the week, in the month. Celebrate that. Because your expectations that you're putting out there for your business, when they're realistic, you're going to get and you're going to attract people who have more longevity because they get what the business is about. They get what it can be. And it's a more realistic can. And then if they want to shoot for the moon, let them shoot for the moon. But maybe we fixate on them because we don't think what we're doing is good enough. Which goes back to the thought process of, are we proud about network marketing? I hope you're proud about being a network marketer. Listen, 
if you're not if you're not sure if you are or not, you're going to learn really quickly right now with all of this shade on us. The spotlight was shade. And again, I'm not saying that the shade's not warranted. We do things in network marketing that cause us to get into these pickles. And I say we because all of our companies do it. You know that's true. But Y'all, Rocks Talks, the podcast for network marketers, may be on pause, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. However, I am still rocking it, actually, Monday through Friday on Rocks Talks, the Rocks Talks show. I'd love to see you there. Link is here, or just look up Rocks Talks show on YouTube. You'll be able to catch it. Each episode is 16 minutes or less. Great for you to listen to while you are, I don't know, cleaning out your closet, while you're working out, while you're in the car. Um, It's Girl Talk. Uh, let me be that person giving you just a little bit of encouragement, letting you know what what they're talking about around the water cooler, if there was still a water cooler, and much, much more. I'd love to see you there. Check me out at Rock, Rock's Talk Show or of streaming live wherever you listen to podcasts. Bye. Are you proud of being a network marketer? And not proud like you're ready to cut anyone who looks at you. I'll cut it. No, not like that. <laughs> But are you proud? Are you happy? So when someone asks you, are you in a pyramid scheme? You know you're not, but you don't roll into this canned response like they showed on Lula Rich, right? That's just so canned that it's just, ugh. how about no, I'm not, a, I'm not in a pyramid scheme. Nope, not. And let them ask more questions. How about, sometimes I think we're defensive because we're not proud of where we are. And I'll tell you, when I joined network marketing, I was like, I never thought I would do this. It took me a moment to be proud of what I was doing. Absolutely. But when you get there, it's a great place to be. And then you things aren't so, de- you're not defensive about Lula Rich. You're not defensive about people saying things. Yeah, it hurts. Listen, I've had people attack me. I'm like, that hurts. But ultimately, I'm proud of what I'm doing. I want you to be proud of what you're doing. I am so proud to be coaching you, to be coaching network marketers, to be lifting you up, to be giving you the tools that you need so that you can rock your social media and rock your business. That makes me proud. And I know that I might at times frustrate the heck out of you because I'm here to push you and I'm okay with that. Because listen, if we do all the raw, raw siskumba, if everything's like, yeah, it's perfect. Okay, yeah, do that. That's how we get ourselves in trouble. That's how we do the things we shouldn't be doing. The topic of this podcast was supposed to be, if it doesn't feel good, don't do it. I'm getting back there. How about that? How about here? We're getting there after the big squirrel. When someone tells you, as a certain network marketing company did last month, to make a list of 400 of your closest friends and reach out to them with these copy and paste messages that are horrible. If that does not feel right to you, please don't do it. And when they check up in on you and go, well, did you do it? And you proudly say no. And don't think that you have, that there's some FOMO going on, like you missed out on something because you didn't do something that didn't energetically or morally seem right to you. We've got to stop doing the things we know are wrong. If you're wondering where I'm looking down, I want to tell you, and, and, and 
She didn't reply. Okay, good to know. I got a message yes last week. I got a message in my Insta, my uh, Facebook from someone that I literally she Facebook requested me at some point, don't know when. We became friends she, on my birthday, that's in March 17th. She wished me a happy birthday and said, I hope you have an amazing day. I said, thank you. She said, you're welcome. Now, September 23rd is when I got this message from her. And I, this is verbatim as God is my witness. I'm going to screenshot it. I've already done that before, but I'm not going to like out her personally, but this happened September 23rd. Hey girl, would you mind throwing up a post on my, on your page for me for our whitening toothpaste? I'll send you what you need and, and you would just tag me in it just helps expand my audience, three exclamation points. Also, as a gift, if I sell three from your post, I'll send you one for free in capitalized letters with a kissy emoji, or I'll take 20% off a different product you want. Y'all, I was like, she did not send that to me. And I know she's, I'm a safe person to send it to because I'm going to be nice and have a discussion with you. But she's sending that to people and her downline or upline are sending that to people. I have never purchased from her. I could not pick her out in the audience, in the lineup. Her name does not ring a bell to me. And she's asking me to take her whitening toothpaste and put up a post for my network. And tell them that they need to try this whitening toothpaste that I've personally never tried. And so she can build her network to help her network. The stranger's asking me to put a post up and use my credibility for her things. To improve her network. And then if she sells, she's going to send me one free or give me a 20% discount. Do you know how hot this may be when I read this? I couldn't respond back to her. And I believe it was, I try and respond back to all the Hager messages because I believe that they're hard to do. Cause I remember when I did them and those were hard and at least the response is something. So I waited till Sunday and I responded. I said, so-and-so I'm not going to lie. Your message makes me so sad because it does. Um, we don't even know each other. Well, and you sent me a Hey girl message. <sighs> The good news is that I coach network marketers like you on how to build your business without the spammy cut and paste messages. But have you considered how this can come across to most? I said, and I said, I know that you were taught this. I know it's not a natural ask. Uh, She's not responded back to me, but she has read it. So she left me on read. We have got to do better. And I want to believe she didn't grow up thinking that was a great idea. If it does not feel good, you're right. It's not. I understand why people are sending those messages and that message still rubbed me the wrong way. When people complain about network marketing companies, have you ever looked at their complaints? And I'm not saying go look at them. It's not a, it's not a positive place to be, but their complaints are typically, most of them, I will say, are valid. Getting spammy messages like what I got asking me to do something for someone I don't even know. I Integrity is important to me. My word and what, when you see me post about something, it's because I like it. I've used it. I believe in it. And if for some odd reason I've never used it, I would tell you that too. This is not rational. This is what makes us feel 
I hope you felt slimy when you heard when you had that message and you understand why that should make you feel slimy. If you feel wrong about it, don't do it. If we all did that, now I'm not gonna say some, someone does wake up and think it'd be fun to send one of those messages. But for the most part, if we all practice that, the integrity level of our industry would go up exponentially. I think I've said all I need to say today. <laughs> the t- I should probably go back and redo the intro because <laughs> I changed the subject. But I hope we got back there. We did. You know, and being coachable does not mean losing your brain or your morals or your conscience. You know, if it doesn't feel right and you have to rationalize yourself to doing it through doing it, then it's not worth doing. Products come and go. Businesses come and go. You are you until you're not you, which means you're dead. Which means that what you do matters and how you do it matters. And if we want to truly be better and feel good when we put down our our head down on the pillow and be proud of our company and our results at whatever level those results are, we've got to make sure we're doing things with integrity. We've got to make sure that the things that we're doing don't make our stomach turn. Don't make us run for the Pepto or the Mylanta or whatever. I know we can do this. And if you know someone who needs to hear this, or if you're someone who's like, what's wrong with reaching out? to 400 people, please message me. I'll have the discussion with you. I'm not afraid to have discussions. I'm not afraid to have unpopular discussions or, and I'm, and I'm okay with your opinions, but let's talk this through because we've got to get better because the worst thing that can happen is when something like this with like Lula Rich putting this spotlight all over us comes, when we still do bad things, the spotlight is on us. Now would be a good time to redirect and reconstruct our behavior. Don't you think? I think so. <sighs> you guys rock the Casbah. Um, no behind the scenes this week. I'm thinking, you know, working on some special projects that I'll be able to tell you about next week. Can't tell you yet. And just kicking off the last 90 days of the year and doing all that I can to help you have a successful 90 days. That's me in a nutshell. There I am. (laughs) You guys are amazing. I want you to know you're not ahead. You're not behind. You're exactly where you need to be, which means you needed to hear this message today and do with it what you will. I cannot wait to see you next week for another exciting episode of Rocks Talks. Talk to you soon. Bye. Knock, knock. Who's there? Black Friday deals are here. Woo! Okay, here's the skinny. Rocks Talks is doing the largest sale special bonuses you've ever seen in the Rocks Talks community are now live. But we're telling the general population to get on the wait list, which is true. But here's the surprise. When you get on the wait list, bada bing, it unlocks all of the deals now. Why? Because we know you're shopping now. We know that there's tools that you need to close your year strong and kick off 2023 that you need now when you want them. So as a result, take a look at the Rocks Talks done by you, done for you, and done with you deals. Steep deals and the actually the launch of social emails. It is officially here. And when you're the, one of the first 100, you get a special surprise, three bonuses and a deal. And also 
New kits. We have a new kit. The Hero Product Kit is now live. So many things. I'm not supposed to tell you all this, but go to socialstoriesmembership.com forward slash Black Friday. Get on the wait list and boom, the deals will be unlocked so you can be the first to get them. Enjoy. I'll see you over there.